Welcome to Bartel Radio. I'm Cass Enright. We're back. It's been almost six years since our last podcast when we interviewed a number of brewers at Cask Days when uh, it was still back at Volo at the bar. But we decided to do it again. Uh, just this past July, I went down to Burlington, Vermont for the Vermont Brewers Festival, an excellent beer fest right in the heart of Burlington, uh, down on the shores of Lake Champlain. And while I was there, I sat down with Jeff Baker, who runs the beer program at the Farmhouse Tap and Grill, an excellent uh, bar and restaurant right downtown on Bank Street. We chatted about the beer scene in Vermont, and I'd like you to give a listen to it now. I'll come back after the interview and recap some of the great spots in Burlington, because it is a uh, Excellent beer scene down there, well worth checking out, and really reasonable to get to from Toronto. Okay, uh, enjoy. I'll be back soon. We're here today with uh, Jeff Baker, who's the Director of Fluid Assets at the Farmhouse uh, Tap and Grill. Uh, hi, Jeff. How are we doing? Good. Um, we're here in uh, beautiful uh, downtown Burlington for the Vermont Brewers Festival, and I uh, thought I'd stop in and uh, talk to Jeff about the beer scene here. Um, Jeff, I thought I'd start off by uh, asking you about yourself and uh, tell us who you are and how you got into beer. Sure. Um, I, uh, I got started in beer uh, down in Florida, actually. Uh, I was working with a wine buyer down there and uh, really got interested in wine um, and then moved to Boston for a while and studied wine there officially at a couple places and worked as a wine buyer, etc. And then I moved back to Vermont and uh, can't remember when, <laughs> a few years ago, <laughs> um, five years ago or so and uh, um, worked for a store here and our beer laws changed and we were starting to get a bunch of new beers in that uh, we hadn't seen before and uh, the, the owner was freaking out so that I kind of raised my hand I was like I know a lot about beer too from working in Florida and Massachusetts and and so uh, there instant switch and then I was mm -hmm. a beer buyer and awesome <laughs> the rest is history so how did you get started at the farmhouse and how did the farmhouse become such a, a great beer spot that it is today uh, I came over here bartending uh, part-time and then uh, eventually full-time and then um, when uh, the bar manager left to open his own place uh, they, they tapped me to, to take over um, and he really, it, uh, that was Chad Rich that did it and he owns the Prohibition Pig in Waterbury. Um, so I, I owe a lot of, a lot of uh, or we owe a lot of our success to Chad and his vision kind of getting this place set up. Um, he had come over from American Flatbread, Burlington. and. Uh, he, he brought a lot of beer knowledge and a lot of uh, relationships with brewers and, and got us set up with Hill Farmstead, you know, kind of day one and, uh, and and really locked us in with a lot of great producers. Mm -hmm. Well, you mentioned Hill Farmstead, and I think it's a great segue to talk about the, the beer scene in Vermont. So, you know, I'm from Toronto. Toronto is a city of 5 million people. It's, the province is 10 million people, but Vermont is obviously not that. Uh, <laughs> second smallest state in the U.S., I believe. And, but largest in terms of breweries per capita. So what do you think has made Vermont such a, a craft beer mecca? I think it really is tied to Vermonters mm -hmm. attitude towards um, local produce, I, I would say. And I think I think of beer as, uh, as produce, you know, it's made from barley, it's, it's, a, it's an agricultural product. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of other Vermonters feel the same way. Um, so the support local and by local movement is not only for the food side, but I think it extends um, into beer. I think that's what really set the base for the beer community here was that there's such a dedication to support you know, your neighbor. So your neighbor starts brewing beer and you want to support him because if he does well, then the community does well. And then I, I think that's just really where it took off is, is, uh, is that network, that community. 
are there a couple of uh, breweries that that in the past you point to as to ones that have sort of led the charge in in making Vermont such a great beer state? Yeah, the uh, the first two in the state, I believe, were uh, Catamount Brewing, which mm -hmm. is no longer in existence. Uh, actually, Harpoon owns the brewery there right. in Missouri now, and uh, Vermont Pub and Brew, and I think they. Uh, they really set the the scene. Um, I was just talking with Paul Saylor yesterday, who's one of our owners here and one of the owners of American Flatbread, about this. And um, he said they set the Vermont beer scene in terms of brewing like really traditional styles, uh, but then uh, and really established craft beer in Vermont. And then more recently, we've started seeing um, guys uh, uh, pushing the envelope um, in terms of styles and and you know ramping up the hops and adding spruce to beers and, and uh, just kind of getting crazy with it. And yeah. I think, uh, well, speaking of crazy, uh, I can't help but notice from being in Vermont and just, and you know, list and being close to the beer scene that there's a couple of specific breweries that team, seem to get an awful lot of buzz. Specifically, Alchemist, Lawson's, and Hill Farmstead seems to be, seem to be the ones that get all the talk. Um, what is it that you think makes them so buzzworthy? Uh, I think for in in all three of the cases, it's really attention to detail, and um, they're they're not afraid to to kind of tweak the recipes as they go and really dial them in. Um, I think that's a unifying factor there. Uh, it's no coincidence that they're all brewing really hoppy beers too, and I think that you know that's where the commu the communal palate is right now is that people want really hoppy beers, um, but they're not just brewing. Um, hop bombs they're they're not just aggressively uh bitter or you know leaning one way or another they, they all have this sense that they all have this way of finding balance within hoppy beers mm -hmm. um and and you know hill farmstead makes uh edward which is his flagship pale ale and uh it's hoppy in terms of flavor but it's so soft on the mouth and it's just really well balanced and uh lawson's makes double sunshine which is this great double ipa uh, and uh, he finds balance there too, even though it's, you know, who knows how many IBUs, but, mm. and then, you know, of course, Hetty Topper from The Alchemist, the, the mouthfeel on all of them are just, are just yeah. beautiful. Oh yeah, well I've had them all and they're all and amazing. In terms of being, you know, buzzworthy, I think brewing good beer is, is, is one thing, but they're all great at um, marketing themselves, yeah. you know, in, in a, and not in a creepy you mm -hmm. know, way, but <laughs> they're good about getting their beard into the right hands and, yeah. and you know, the right festivals and things like that. For I think sure. That, I think that's, they've kind of built their own mm -hmm. network. That's awesome. Yeah, well, they're great. And um, and thanks for your perspective on them, but I don't want to just focus on them. Like I've, uh, I mean, I try to try all the different Vermont beers I can. Um, about a, six months ago when I came here for skiing, I got a chance to try Backacre, mm -hmm. which was an amazing uh, good style from the south of the state. Um, what are some of the breweries that you think are doing some really interesting things that people might not be aware of? Uh, well, I think um, Lost Nation is doing some really cool stuff. They, they kind of came into the market with, uh, without a hoppy beer um, on, their, on their play card. Um, but they're really revitalizing Goza, mm -hmm. uh, which if you're familiar, it's yep. German tart wheat beer with salt and coriander. Yeah. Um, and they're... I, I can't take it off tap anymore. People are, if it's not on draft, they're like, where's the Goza? You know, it's this really obscure style. And I think mm -hmm. that's happening in the rest of the U.S. too. Um, Goza's really seeing a, a rejuvenation. But um, Four Quarters Brewing and Winooski just opened. 
Yep. Uh, we're actually stoked. We're the first place to have him on draft outside the brewery today. Oh, amazing. Um, so I'll have to really give it a cool. try. <laughs> and he's doing really low alcohol, like sub 4%. Okay. Um, and all barrel fermented, or not all barrel fermented, but a lot of barrel fermentation, which is kind of unique. Mm -hmm. um, and we don't really see that either of those by themselves, especially to have the combination. And uh, um, Burlington Beer Company is another one to keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. um, his uh, his brewing pedigree comes out of uh, Dogfish Head and Evolution. Okay. Um, so he's he's setting up shop, and we're lucky to have him on tap today too. Amazing. Um, that's awesome. There's some great great beers uh, coming out of the state, and some it's awesome to hear about the new guys too. Because uh, even in the last since the last time I visited, there's new there's new things to try. Um, I wanted to ask you about your neighbor, and that's uh, your neighbor to the north, and that's Quebec. Um, you share a border with uh, with the province, and uh, it seems like there's a lot of uh, uh, Quebec beer that uh, permeates into uh, the beer scene here. Uh, the farmhouse did a, an event last night for Dunham. I noticed there's a True to Diab event in town later, uh, or this weekend as well. Uh, how do you think, what's your relationship from a beer beer standpoint to the brewers of Quebec? And um, and do they have an influence in what goes on down here? Um, I think they, you know, the relationship is definitely there because we consider local not just like from Vermont. Local is like what's regionally close. And we're much closer to, you know, in a lot of ways to Montreal than we are to Brattleboro. And yeah. so, you know, I, I consider them part of the, the local scene. Um, and they're they're so accepting and loving and like, it's so much fun. Whenever I see the brewers, they come down, we you know, get big hug and like, you know, high five. And like, we've never, you know, like it's yeah. been forever <laughs> since we've seen each other. Um, so the, the relationship is, is really wonderful. Um, I think in terms of like beer, the, in the past few years, we've seen a really uh, big jump in quality. There was, you know, a lot of kind of, um, copycatting of American styles and American mm -hmm. IPAs and stuff but they I feel like they couldn't quite do that and I think they're starting to find their own now in mm -hmm. terms of brewing styles that they're comfortable with and that kind of represent their market in their area and um, we're, we're seeing really really cool beer coming out of there mm -hmm. really high quality beer too which is great oh yeah yeah we're uh, in Ontario we try to get we get as much as we can from the from yeah. Quebec as well and we we love it over there as well it's great to see not only, you know, like uh, amber ales or whatever, yeah. like, you know, from the days past, but yeah. also to see, you know, like uh, a kumquat IPA or, yeah. you know, a, a Belgian style triple aged in a local apple brandy barrel. Or yeah. Something, you know, it would always used to be you'd get blonde, uh, ombre, brune, and noir. Yeah. And the, the colors of beer. And it's nice to see so much uh, new different stuff yeah. coming out of there. I went to a concert up there once, and the, the guy, I asked what they had for beer, and he said, Blonde, Brune, et Rouge. Yeah. And I said, yeah. what brand? And he's like, what do you care? <laughs> I was like, I very much care. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's amazing to walk into places uh, up there and, uh, and you know, you might not, the, where you might least expect craft beer, and, and there it is. So yeah. it's awesome to see. Um, okay, so just one last thing, um, just before we wrap up. Love to get your sense. Where where do you see the beer scene headed in Vermont? What's what's next for the brewers and for the um, the, the the state as a as a craft beer place? Uh, with so many breweries now, I think we're at thirty four. Um, the market is definitely getting crowded, um, but I think there's there's still room to grow. And I think what we'll see in terms of like uh, brewers market or uh, trajectory is starting to to brew more beer and send it out of state. 
uh, which I think the rest of the country will be happy about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, if you want to come to Vermont, you know, you can mm. get it in Boston. Some people are starting to sell down there. I know okay. Lost Nation is down there now. Okay. And uh, Citizen Cider, which is not beer, but um, they're in, they're starting to ship out of state. Uh, and so I think that's going to that's gonna become a reality. Um, hopefully we'll start seeing them ship across the border too, mm. uh, which would be nice. I would love that. Uh, and in terms of, you know, styles, um, I'd like to see white IPA really take off. That's a style mm. I'm very much interested in. Uh, and I, I don't I haven't really seen too many Vermont breweries do it. I know Long Trail did it in Harpoon, um, but not really the little guys. Um, but I think the the, the ABV is going to start coming down too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of this backlash against the high octane uh, beer, and I don't think that session is necessarily the answer. I don't think we need four percent beer, but maybe mm-hmm. we can get back down to five and a half instead, yeah. <laughs> instead of <laughs> yeah. instead of eight. Um, but it, I think the, I think that's where we're we're headed. Cool. That's where it feels like anyway. Yeah. Well, it's exciting times in the state, and uh, I'm happy to be here for the weekend, and I look forward to uh, trying some beers. So, thanks, Jeff, for uh, being a part of um, the podcast, and um, hope you have a great weekend. All right. Thanks very much, Cass. Appreciate it. Thanks. So that was my chat with Jeff. Hope you enjoyed it. Just want to talk a little bit about Burlington right now. Uh, Burlington is one of the best small city beer destinations you're going to find in North America. And surprisingly close to Toronto. doesn't feel that way, but it's only about a seven-hour drive. Uh, so quite accessible and really worth the trip for anybody who's interested in um, good beer, local beer, and local food and products because Vermont supports local about as good as anybody else. Vermont has about 30 breweries in the state, uh, has a thriving beer scene, think it actually has the most breweries per capita of any U.S. state. So there's beer everywhere. Uh, Burlington itself is a is a really nice, um, clean and walkable city. It's home to the University of Vermont. It's right on the shores of Lake Champlain, so it's a really picturesque, really nice city, um, easy to get around. There's a pedestrian um, walking zone down on, downtown on Church Street, where there's little shops and cafes and, and so on. And great uh, bars and restaurants in uh, in the, the downtown core. Um, as I mentioned, the farmhouse is right downtown. That place has got all kinds of great uh, beer, both on tap, uh, a bottle, and a cellar collection. Uh, not too far away from the farmhouse is another spot called the American Flatbread. Uh, this is a uh, primarily pizza restaurant, but they also have a brew pub in there called Zero Gravity. Excellent place to check out. Um, and also nearby is the Vermont Pub and Brewery, which is the first brewery in the state uh, dating back to 1988 and still going strong. A few other places worth checking out in Burlington uh, include Three Needs, which is a, a brew pub and a very lively um, nightlife bar. Also downtown is the Hen of the Wood, the second location of the restaurant of the same name from Waterbury. Great spot. Full, uh, really unique open kitchen with uh, gas, charcoal, and fire grills right in front of you. And a, uh, a small but uh, very comprehensive beer list that includes Backacre, uh, beer you won't find anywhere else in Burlington, along with the number of hill farmsteads on tap. If you want to go for a little wander, about two miles out of downtown uh, is the town of Winooski. And there's a new bar there called uh, the Mule Bar which is a really nice spot with a great uh, a tap list as well. And again, a really nice walk uh, through the University of Vermont to get out there. And also in Winooski is the Beverage Warehouse, which is one of the larger, if not the largest, uh, beer store in the city, perhaps even the state. 
and uh, great lineup of beers there, and they get all the the rare stuff that people are always looking for. Uh, but you'll need to be there at the right time to get it. I'd really encourage you to visit Vermont if you get the chance. It really has a great beer scene, great culture for supporting local products, and great products. Burlington's an awesome place to visit if you get down there. Take the extra time if you can to drive the 40 minutes uh, eastward to Waterbury. Waterbury has a great beer scene of its own, uh, even more remarkable because it's such a small town. Uh, but Waterbury has uh, is home to the Alchemist and uh, the Prohibition Pig and Blackback Pub and Fly Shop, two of the best bars you're going to find. Um, also the original Hen of the Wood. And then if you can go even a little bit farther east from there to Montpelier, which is the capital of the state, uh, there's the Three Penny Tap Room, which is an excellent um, beer bar as well. So Vermont uh, won't let you down. The Brewers Festival takes place every July. I think the third weekend in July. Uh, tickets always sell out in a flash, so you want to pay attention to that. But Vermont's good to go any time of the year. Obviously has a uh, robust uh, ski and snowboard culture. So the wintertime is great to go. In the summertime, it's just beautiful because um, of the, uh, the scenery and, uh, of course, all the great... Uh, beer and restaurants that uh, you can go to. So check out Burlington, check out Vermont when you can. It's a great place. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening to Bartel Radio. We'll chat again soon.